First off, <laughs> I am still so sore. My, I am sore in places that I didn't know could be sore. And that was Wednesday morning where you took me to your gym. <laughs> that was that was intense, but I'm really glad I did it. Yeah, how really do you glad. feel? Like, um, like I'm still waddling around. Mm -hmm. When I sit down, I have to really think, like, do I have to get up? Because <laughs> it's... It hurts. It hurts, right. but but it's uh it's Friday today, and I, I feel a little bit better. And but like, how did your body feel afterwards? Like, did you feel like more energy, like having more energy during your day, or were you just like tired, or did you have a good night's sleep? All of the above. Oh, all of the above, no doubt. And and like I said, every day has been better. Like I I feel, and it was just one workout. See, the thing is, I. I keep myself like active, but I'm not like consistently working out, but I keep myself active. Right, like right. I'm, I make sure I'm, you know, I'm eating well, I'm doing enough to where like on any given day, if I needed to work out, like I could, you know, like I'm, right. I'm, I'm there, but waking up at 445 to go <laughs> to your gym and happen to fall on your leg day, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> That was something, and and it was it was awesome, and uh, I did I did feel really good. I felt I felt a lot of energy the rest of the day. I felt clear minded. Mm -hmm. I a little bit inspired, honestly. Like I felt I felt good. Um, I started kind of thinking to myself, "Whoa!" Like because I did it right. Yeah, everything you did, yeah. I did, <laughs> which was nuts. But actually, the first you gave me a kettlebell in the beginning, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, this is nice." And then you were like. Okay, fifteen more, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I could hear my knees popping a little bit, like the little bubbles in my cartilage, and I. And then the next set, and you were like, "Okay, just a couple more sets." I was like, "This bit." <laughs> I I felt, I was like, "Okay, so we're That's probably so gonna do this, and then we're gonna go maybe to something else." And then it was just like one leg thing after the other, and it was tough. It was tough, <laughs> but I did it. I yes, did it. I did it's it. conquering it. It's not easy waking up at four in the, like four thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's not. But it's once you gain, you know, once you do it over time, it comes your routine, and it's just once you're awake, you're awake. At least that's how it is for me. Like I set my alarm, and once my alarm is awake, like I have a choice, two choices: either get up and go to the gym, or I'm awake and I'm just laying there, and I can't fall back asleep. Okay. So for me, that makes it a little bit easier for me to get up because I'm like, well, I just don't want to waste time laying here trying to go back to sleep. I'd rather, you know, make good use of my time and have, you know, feel good and feel accomplished that I woke up at 4.30 to go to the gym. <laughs> Were you always, a, have you always been a morning person? Um, on and off. I became a morning person when I started competing and okay. I had to do two a days. Uh, and I had, we had it's like no done. choice, no right? choice. Yeah, it was I your had, mission. Yeah. So that's, that helped me become a morning person. And it's just nice to just get it out of the way, do it in the first thing in the morning and then just go by your day. You know, it's not like you're oh, getting out of work and you're like, Oh, I'm so tired. And I have to go work out. No, like, which is tough. That's, yeah, that's, that's which is hard. mentally tough. So it's for me, it's so much easier just to do it in the morning and getting out of the way. And I just feel so much better, more mentally than physically, when I do it in the morning time. Yeah. Um, it's crazy because I used to feel that way when I used to do it at night. 
like I would it has changed for me over time like for there was a period where I used to love going at nine o'clock at night and just doing my sessions at nighttime the gym was empty same thing as if in the morning time that emptiness after the rush Mm -hmm. and just being able to just clear my mind from the day or you know just just using that energy of the day whether if it was a good day or a bad day just Clearing, you know, letting it go at night and then just going, you know, coming home, relaxing. But now I feel like where I'm at in my life, I feel like it's so much, I feel for myself that it's better to do it in the morning time. Yeah. Um, because again, I can come home, I can r- relax, I can have my clients who I see in the evening time, um, or I can come home, um, relax with, you know, with Carlos or, you know, take, take Billy on a walk or enjoy time with my family or friends. If I, you know, or, you know, just, I had that time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that I learned when I competed was that time is important. Like it's, it's a currency. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's something that you don't get back. So I like to use it very wisely. I think about that a lot in terms of when I'm, when I think about my diet and exercise, like, I'm like, all right, you know, we, we, we spend this amount of time working that, that, that has to happen. Right. We, we have to sleep. Right. And then there's, we have to eat, we have to spend time with our families and how much time is being like allotted for working on your, your vessel, right? Like your, your physical being, you know, your, what is keeping you going. And I try to make sure I'm, I'm like I told you, I'm, I try to make sure I'm like somewhat active. I, I don't let myself go because I have before and it sucks. So I, I try to make sure there's, there's time, you know, and if, if I go like a, a week or so without doing something like, and I don't, I don't want to call it like, like doing a workout because sometimes it's just doing shit around the house right. for that mm-hmm. takes like an hour or two. Like mm-hmm. uh, I'm not counting the calories mm-hmm. and whatnot or, or checking my heart rate. But I'm beat the fuck up yeah. afterwards, you know. Like I know that that you know that it did something, or going out and mowing the lawn, right. which I hate so much. Um, or you know, every now and then I'll, I'll I will go for a run. My, that running is my favorite thing to, to do, as as you know. I try to make time, and and sometimes I struggle with it because it's it's like fuck. There's no time. There's right. no time. It, if you really sit down and think about it, it's like how do you not make time for it's like rejuvenating for yeah. repairing your your body a little bit right yeah definitely and that's one of the things why i love waking up at 4 30 is because it gives me extra time during my day an extra two hours where the world is sleeping still so probably, i can i have probably like 99 right like i, <laughs> yeah. I look at I, the way i feel afterwards i'm like oh she's a one percenter like no one that like there's like out of a hundred people, there's maybe one person that is waking up at that time, going to work out, put in the work. So, I mean, mad kudos. <laughs> like I, I was, I was super impressed. I was glad I did it. I fully understand, you know, why, why you're doing what you do because you, you clearly have a passion for it. I mean, you, you seem, you seem like in your, you seem like it's in your world. You're, you're having fun while you're working out. Mm-hmm. And even though I was there sort of uh mimicking and doing the things with you like you weren't like pushing too hard you weren't uh like it it, it, it didn't feel like a, a strenuous thing i wasn't like uh i'm i'm i have to go work out no right. it was it felt 
felt fun. Yeah. You know? And we were able to catch up a little bit, mm-hmm. talk shit. And I, I remember I'm like, I'm squatting and I'm like, I'm talking to you and I'm like, how am I talking? I can't, I'm, I gotta catch my breath. But I'm like, but I'm having so much fun. Like I, you know, we're catching up. And then you're like, oh, you, you try to sneak in. Like, I'm just gonna add a 45 over here. <laughs> oh shit. No, that was good. That was good. But it, it's just, you know, it's just you. I feel like it's one of those things where like you, in order for you to consistently do it, you have to create a good relationship with it. Because if you don't, if you look at it as in like, oh my God, like I have to go work out as like a chore, then most likely you won't do it. If if you won't do, you have to create a good relationship with it. Right, right. Um, And you can't wait till like you're, you're, you go to get a physical or or something happens, like Mm -hmm. you get hurt or God forbid, you have some type of a health episode and you go get checked and it's like, hey, something happened. Now you have to make a change. And, and now you're almost forced to go and go to the gym, right. or start working, whatever you want to do. Uh, and then that's maybe not going, you know, not getting off to the right, you know, on the right, right. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own journey with whether if it's, I don't want with the gym, yes, but like moving your body in general. Relationship as in like finding what works for them. I think that the most important thing you can do is just move your body. But yeah. if it's going for a walk yeah. or, you know, going for a run, dancing, doing whatever you have to do to move your body. It's just it's just so it's so important one for your body, but so much more for your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> um because we can easily get caught up in our routine of work, coming home, doing stuff here at home, cooking dinner, doing all these things. Yeah. We can get so caught up in it. So it's really important to find what is what is your, the movement for you. Yeah. Um, for what, me, what's going to be that balance? Yeah. And we have to do something for ourselves. We do. We spend most of the time without even thinking about it, doing things for other people. You know, I mean, we work for someone. Most people work for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> that alone, you're doing some, something for someone else. Right, right, right. We do things for our friends. We do things for our families. We do things for other people all the time that we forget to do things for ourselves. For me, the biggest way to give back to yourself is through movement. And again, even doing the most minimal thing, going for a walk. Go for a walk, get some sunlight. Yeah, get some sunlight. I mean, vitamin vitamin D is one of the biggest things that helps people with depression. We're so, all depressed. That means we're all depressed. <laughs> like almost everyone has like a vitamin D. There's, yeah, there's a lot of people have are very deficient in vitamin D. So, um, so yeah, just the easiest way is going out for a walk. Moving your body, you know, mowing your lawn. I know you said you you, you hate it. Well, during the see, summer, it's like three times a week. The grass grows so <laughs> fast. It's I you're bet. cutting it, and right. you can see it go up <laughs> higher. And you're what? But doesn't it make you feel good knowing that you seen how nice it looks? Yes. Afterwards, Absolutely. like that feeling afterwards, yeah. it's so rewarding. Right. And that's what it is like with with movement. Yeah. Like, wow, okay, that feeling, that accomplishment, or that feeling and also seeing it. So yeah. it's just those things that just, you know, just feeds you physically, but more so mentally. Yeah. So you you clearly have, a, like I said, you have, a, you have a passion for this. How did that, where did you find that? Like, where, like, I know you for, what, like 10 plus years. I've known now for several years now, but what, how did this start? Were you always into fitness diet and exercise like training all that how did that start 
I feel like I've always been pretty active. Like since I was little, I I used to be that girl who's always outside playing tag. I used to like being the one being chased. <laughs> um, or you know, just going on walks and stuff like that. Um, my goodness, my mom is someone who can walk <laughs> to this age, like to this day. Like we'll go to the beach and she'll like, I'll be like, come on, let's go for a walk. And before we know, we walked four plus miles. And I, you know, we used to, it's so funny. Like we used to literally walk to go spy on my sisters who were in, in high school. Oh, <laughs> we used to just drive. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, well, mom, like, you know, she didn't know how to, you know, drive or anything. So okay. we would just like walk. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, girl, you have no choice. You're coming with me. Like, yeah, I was yeah. my mom's ride or yeah, die. <laughs> in the morning time, my father would like drop us off. So that was covered. But in the afternoon, snow, it was, we would walk home. We would walk a mile plus. So yeah, like, I feel like I've always been active in that piece. Then I started getting into sports. Yeah. I played soccer, I believe starting what in third, second grade, started playing soccer. Um, I did stop sports during middle school. And then in high school, I did um, soccer again. I did um, field hockey. Yeah. And I was also like the manager of the wrestling team. So I used to like, whenever they did like the conditioning stuff, whether if it was like going out running a few laps or doing some, you know, uh, workout or some, something other than like spotting actually... Carlos <laughs> I'm sure uh, except for like the wrestling piece I never did that I did like some of the workouts they used to do during training so that was fun it was funny because like I used to be like okay let's do this and then let's go get some food after <laughs> do it for the food <laughs> yeah oh that's kind of a reward system yes. I feel like there's yeah there's nothing wrong with that as long as right like there's right. a there's a balance. what did you eat after Wednesday. I mean, you probably have a whole routine, right? What did you do? You eat after, like when you I get do. home. Yeah, okay, because mm -hmm. I got home and I was like, "Holy crap!" I made myself like some beef hot dogs with <laughs> eggs. Oh. I yeah, to you, you you get hungry. Injected in my veins. <laughs> but also, well, you know, with weight training, it's so important to eat after to feed your muscles, because muscles can't grow with air. You have to eat. Yeah. So yeah, I just, you know, I was always pretty active. Like I really got into the gym, gym, uh, my senior year of high school. My senior year in high school was just, was very hard for me. I was a very <laughs> angry kid during my senior year. Mm. I, I think that's when I started, I didn't know what it was, but I felt like the feelings of like being, you know, going through depression and everything. Yeah. And yeah, it just sort of hit me a lot during my senior year where like I would try to find things to figure out ways of not to feel the way I was feeling. Then I didn't know what I, I just, it was like an unexplainable feeling. Yeah. Now I, I understand now that I'm older and I'm more aware and conscious about it. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah, like I didn't, I couldn't get out of that funk. I tried lots of things to, <laughs> um, Things and stuff. Yes. That's what we'll call things and stuff. <laughs> to, you know, kind of help me get out of that funk. Um, and most of those things that I was trying, I mean, they can easily be addictive, but it wasn't for me in the sense of like, I would do it more and more, but like it was to see if it would help me, but it wasn't. Um, kind of like finding that like, 
the drug that would like the right drug to yeah. help me with how I was feeling during that time. Yeah, it was just a very dark time, like mm-hmm. in my adolescent stage where, yeah, I was just, I was very angry all the time. I was very, I, 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 I wasn't, I had zero appetite. I lost a lot of weight. Um, it was funny because a lot of people were like, oh, can you, are you losing weight because you can't eat with your braces? Because I had braces during mm. the time. But not at all. You're like, that's not how that works. <laughs> you fucking idiots. God, I'm so angry. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, I just went through a really dark time. And I, at the time, my best friend was doing her senior project in like the boxing program in at Barcroft, uh, the Barcroft Community yeah, Center. Yeah. And she, um, you know, I would go with her to spend some time with her because I felt like at that time, like, I, could, I had a hard time connecting with people. And she was one of the few people that I was able to connect with. Mm. Yeah, so I would just hang out with her a lot after school. We would go there afterwards. We would grab a bite and just, I would walk home. Literally, and the time I was living on Columbia Pike. So I would just, like, walk from Barcroft to Columbia yeah. Pike. No bodyguards or anything? No. I used to I used to be the one who used to always carry pepper spray. Okay, you should. You probably. You can't I have this one here to protect me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was just doing probably the most reckless things to kind of just like cope with it. But again, nothing was able. I, I was always finding myself back there to that square one. Yeah, like even though you might probably get some instant. Like, like satisfaction mm-hmm. or like a, a, a night or a weekend of like, oh, yeah, this feels great. It's fun. And then like you come back down to earth. Right. And it's like that's when I um, I remember she was, you know, doing her senior project in the program. And it was more like spotting like the coach and seeing his ways of training you know, the athletes there. And I just one day I just followed them and they have like a little small gym there. I believe it's still there. I, I'm not sure, mm. but I'm so thankful that I went and like, I used to like try to sneak in and mm. try to, you know, try to see cause it was a gym and I started going and then I used to like sneak in. Cause of course, you know, high school, you're limited on, you know, with your right. financials. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, right. So yeah, I started going there. Like I remember just, Falling in love with it? Yeah. Like, it was the one thing that... It was, like, the thing that I was searching for. I remember my routine was running three miles on the treadmill and, like, the leg press machine. And then doing some sit-ups. And I just remember just feeling great afterwards. It was, like, the thing that... It was, like, the after feeling that everything else that I tried did not give me. Well, it's, like, it's undeniable. Yeah. It's (laughs) undeniable. There's no... When you work out, exercise, like, it's undeniable. You feel better. Like you said, like, like we talked about, sleep is better. Sex is better. Like, <laughs> like, uh, your mind is more clear. You're, I don't know, you're, you're more alive. You know, we're definitely, we're not meant to just fucking sit around no. and get fat, <laughs> you know. But it was just that one thing that I, I, I instantly fell in love with it. I instantly, it had me coming back. Um, it was the one thing that I truly got addicted to. To this day, I would forever say that the gym saved my life. Because the stuff that I was trying and doing, it was just burying myself in the darker yeah. hole than I was already. 
probably um, making it worse physically too, like making it mentally right. worse and physically. Right. Too. And I, but I feel, I felt like it was the other way around. Like, I felt like those things was actually making me more mentally worse because again, like I would just do stuff and then just walk home, walk two miles home. <laughs> so it was just like, for me, it was more like the mental part that it was just making me feel like just worse. But going to the gym was that one thing that made me feel so good and gave, I felt like it gave me purpose in the sense of like, I for once felt good enough or like felt powerful. I felt strong (laughs) and just feeling strong alone just made me want to come back because for the longest, I I don't want to lose this feeling. (laughs) And for the longest, like trying things and just being in that state of depression just made me feel weak all the time yeah and finding things for me not to feel weak but in reality was making me weaker yeah. <laughs> um going to the gym was the one thing that made me feel strong yeah. and it made me come back more and more and it's just it was funny because like i still remember this one girl she was like wow marco like your calves <laughs> are getting bigger and i was like my calves. i didn't even realize my body was changing you were worried about yeah you know, it was here. more like my me- i just felt mentally more i felt clarity in my mind i felt like i can see what was in front of me i feel like it all happened at the same time because again like the way i was feeling at the time like it was reflecting my grades and everything like i wasn't going to graduate um, and I didn't care if I graduated or not. Like, that's how, like... Same here, we're the same. <laughs> and, it, and I don't know, it just gave me purpose and gave me clarity. And it's just like, oh, I have to get my shit together. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. You know, I just... Uh, like, if I feel this good leaving the gym, like, I need to translate this. To the rest other, of my life. Yeah, and other aspects. And so that's where it really started. And then I... I remember they were like, okay, you girl, you have to pay to come here. You have to pay $5. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> again, you wish it was $5 now. Huh? Right. But then it was so funny because I was like, oh, okay. And it was it was like $5 and I used to work at the time. But, it, you know, yeah. I would use that money for other things. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I remember I was like, oh, $5. It's like, okay, I can do that. So that was like the best $5 I have ever, ever like, yeah, yeah. spent. Yeah, it, it jump-started you into, uh, you know, yes. into this field, right? Yes. So I remember, like, going from the Barcroft gym to going to Platinum Fitness. At first, I was like, ooh, okay, this is a lot bigger gym. <laughs> I used to always Google everything. I used to YouTube everything, literally. Mm-hmm. YouTube everything, like, how do you use this machine? What is this machine called? Yeah, I used to just YouTube literally everything. And... I used to still get everything wrong. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard in the beginning, but because it was, that was like my addiction, I wanted to learn more yeah. about it. Yeah. So then after Platinum Fitness, I started going to export and having. Export was tight. Yeah. I remember. And just having new machines, new things to, you know, to use. Everything, like, everything. Yeah. 24 hours and just like three levels right. of all types of crazy amount of classes. Exactly. Like I started taking their classes and this everything. This message is brought to you by your export for now. <laughs> I used to, um, that's when I like got 
introduced to the barbell. I started Google, like YouTubing different things on how to use it. I used to, oh my goodness, I used to spend all night trying to figure out how like to deadlift. The right way. The right the, way, the form, the form and everything. The feet, the shoulders, the hips, right. the Just elbows. Everything. And I remember I hurt my back and I couldn't I couldn't walk. Yeah. Like but I hurt my back through playing basketball. I like tweaked it and I was like, Oh my goodness, like Were you I guarding never... me? Yeah, I think so. Probably. <laughs> that used to happen a lot. <laughs> But I remember I hurt my back and I just couldn't like walk. I had a sharp pain going from like my my lower back down through my glutes to my like hamstrings. And going from like working out almost every day to like not working out for like a month really hit me. <laughs> I it was like the worst thing for me. Dang. And I remember just being like how googling the whole time i was like how to make down. sure this never happens yes i was just like <laughs> how do i like why is this happening like what is the underlying reason why this happened yeah. and ways to prevent it and but it wasn't like a major it was like a, it was like a like a solid pull or something but it, it, yeah, it didn't like shelf you for a long time no it was just like a like a pull and tear yeah, yeah. but when you you mess up your back yeah like you're, you can't do anything yeah you really can't so then from then I was like, oh my goodness, like, okay, there are like ways to strengthen your lower back. I started Googling that and I was like, ah, deadlifts, got it. So that's when I started like Googling ways to deadlift and, you know, just, it was like a rabbit hole yeah, from there. Yeah. But, um, and then from there, like I went, I started, you know, weight training with the barbell, started doing more deadlifts or doing more squats, um, you know, just doing just a lot more weight training. And I felt like, and I used to like ask like the trainers there, like, am I doing this right? <laughs> or do you have a minute? Like, you know, I would just like ask them um, or I would, again, YouTube things. I would watch people. And then I really got into like filming myself and filming myself for my form. Okay to seeing because you know you're in the middle of the workout you don't really yes the mirror is there the mirror but helps like, a little bit but right it's not, yeah so then i was just like okay like let me you know record myself so i can see how i you know my form and everything is and you know go and compare youtube videos yeah. experts and <laughs> right. stuff yeah so then i remember just like i felt like i was i hit like kind of like of a plateau where i was like able to do things on my own but I again I was just I wanted that extra challenge of like but how far can I really push myself Hell yeah! I feel again I felt like I had the basics down but I knew I can do more and I knew to achieve that more I needed help <laughs> so I started uh, just googling ways how like what's the next for me mm-hmm I remember in one of the studios, uh, it was a late night workout, and I used to see some girls at in the studios just like wearing heels and posing. And I was like, "Oh, like, what is that?" Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what. There's that like was. classes with just like you wear heels and, I was like, and you just what, do stuff. Right. right. I was like, "What is this? Why are these girls wearing heels?" 
and why like they had a whole routine and everything i was like what is happening so then i started googling it and it was just like a whole another world of bodybuilding that's how i discovered bodybuilding mm. and i was just like huh what is bodybuilding yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then i found that they did local shows so i remember with carla i was like babe like come with me i want to see what this is this is a whole nother world and just come with me for support like just to see what this is so i remember going to a show and again i didn't know what to expect i had zero like i didn't it was just me imagining things and stuff that i like googled but still like when you google and see in a person it's two different things So I remember just going and just seeing the like everyone from the men to the women. Like I was like, yo, this is this is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Like they just looks like the women just look so beautiful in the sense of like being glammed up and like being so confident and just wearing a bikini mm. <laughs> in front of people yeah. in heels and like seeing the men just like looking so strong and everything it just like it was very also wearing bikinis also wearing, <laughs> yes <laughs> so it just i just got very inspired but then i was like where do i even start so then i remember asking this one guy at my gym and i was like hey like oh i asked him because i ended up seeing him there and i was like okay i need to i'm a very shy person no. um <laughs> I was just like, no, like, if you want to do this, you have to get out of your comfort zone and go up to him and ask him. So I remember he was just sitting there one day um, at his desk and I just went up to him. I was like, hey, like, do you have a minute? Like, can I talk to you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, I saw you at the show this weekend at, you know, the bodybuilding show. And I was like, how do I like, how can I get my foot in the door? And he was like, well, actually, I'm a coach. I do this. I was there because I had, you know, my client was, you know, I prepped him for the show. Okay. And he was like, but I don't train women. What? And I was like, okay. I was like, okay, but do you know anyone? And he was like, yes, I do know someone who does train women. And at first I was like, huh? Yeah, I mean, is it like, uh, is he just like specialized in men? Mm-hmm. Or he was just like, I hate women so much. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. It was more, because it's different. It's, a, it's like a different method and different, tra- it's just completely different. I bet, okay. And he introduced me to uh, my coach. Instantly, he just made me feel so comfortable. And like, I felt like he was my like YouTube, like, my source of information to everything and well, from YouTube and Google and all that stuff to a live person. Right. Game changer. Right. So, um, I remember just training, like he we were just talking and everything. And he was like, which show do you want to do? And I was thinking, Oh, I can do the one in October. He was like, that's eight weeks away. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. But like, why can't I not do it? Uh, like, he was like, no, I'm not saying you can't do it, but like, it's going to be hard. And I was like, sign me up. What, what, why? Why was it, why would it have been so hard? What does eight weeks away from that competition competition mean? What does that mean? Well, because ideally you need 16 weeks to do it. Okay. Um, because you're, 
the training is very rigorous. It's not like going to the gym in the morning time and going on with your day. No, like it's very rigorous. It's very intense. So it's a lot of stress to the body. So that's why they want it. They spread yeah. it out within the 16 weeks. What is there? A, is there? A, was there a week? Was it separated by weight classes? Was there a goal with weight and body mass? Like, um, well, in the sh during the show, it's more by height and like through classes different classes um they also have like kind of like different age groups too they have like the masters which is like 35 plus so it's kind of like through that but again the judges are looking for particular things in the bodybuilding like competition it's aesthetics it's, it's yeah it's, it's very the much aesthetics. You... okay okay, okay gotcha. and he was like all right bet like this is the first time meeting each other um I, this is my first time seeing how you're going to work, like, you know, him also, like, getting used to, like, my body composition and everything, and, like, knowing, just figuring out things that work for me, and, but we did it, we did the eight weeks, oh, God, it was so hard, <laughs> there was so many times where I cried and was like, I can't do this, but because I was just, because of that, I was just like, no, I have to do this. I told myself, like, I knew this was going to be hard. And I think that a lot of, like, it was, like, a lot, the reasons why, it, why it was hard. One is because at the time, like, it was, it's, you have to completely change your world. It's not just, you know, going to the gym and, or it's not completely, like, your diet. It's also your lifestyle. Like, I couldn't go out with my friends at the time. I couldn't do those things that I normally did. And most of the time I felt so misunderstood because they'll be like, well, why can't you? Well, because I'm doing this. And so it was like a learning curve for every, like for, for myself, for people around me, my friends and family, I would have my parents be like, why aren't you eating? And I'm like, I am, I'm just following a different, like, you know, different meal plan. So it was a learning curve for everyone. Like especially like in our culture, where in it's our like, culture, yeah, definitely. Oh God, yeah. I'm constantly being asked, like, why am I not eating? Like, <laughs> grab another plate. You right. eat more food. Right. They that's what they do. Right. So I got the a lot of the why not questions, um, and me constantly having to explain why, and then constantly having to explain why am I always carrying my lunchbox around. <laughs> <laughs> with my meals so it was just like i remember that yeah. <laughs> so it was just like a lot of a change like i couldn't do social things that i normally did with like friends and families i couldn't you know stay up late i couldn't go out and enjoy drinks or go to restaurants and stuff like that because again i had to be up at four in the morning to were do you, were you counting calories um it was more like my meal plan my micros Okay. Like, you know, my carbs, protein, fats, and everything. That's, so, that's next level stuff, right? Right. So then, like, it was, and then that's when, like, a lot of it, like, the mental piece got to me. It was just like, well, I miss hanging out with my friends. I miss yeah. doing these things. Especially miss, probably in that time. Like, I remember we were hanging out all the time. Yeah, we like, were hanging we, out a lot of the time. Our crew was, was hanging out a lot. Right. And it was like. So, like, that's when. And, I, and again, I felt like a lot of the time I was in my own island type of thing. Like, I couldn't drink. I couldn't do things that I typically was doing with, like, my friends and family. Yeah. And a lot of the time, I did feel misunderstood by many. But I knew that I had to keep going. <laughs> like, 
stopping was not an option. I knew that I chose to do this and I knew that it was like a privilege for me to do this because there are so many people who can't move their bodies. There's so many people who like have, you know, some physical disability that wish they can do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I kept trying to tell myself that like, no, like I'm blessed that I can move my thing, my hands, my legs. I can go out for runs and everything. Like I can go and lift and, you know, just like being able, I'm blessed that I can like hire someone to help me like doing all these things. It was just like, I kept trying to remind myself that. Uh, and that kind of that really did help me like push myself I remember even with like Carlos like there was a huge disconnect because we were both living I felt like two different lives where like I was literally had zero time for anything or anyone but what I was doing um where it was again that did that disconnect where I was just like I'm sorry like this you kind of have to (laughs) keep up with me I can't stop for anyone right now Um, I kept telling myself, like, it was like a mental battle of me feeling like, oh, like, you're being selfish from, like, you know, being away from everyone or, like, not slowing down for anyone. I kept telling myself, like, no, like, you're trying to do something for your, for myself. Yeah. So it was just like that mental battle. It was just like a lot of it was mental. Do you think, like, for people who are thinking about trying to start something like that in in like uh, getting better with exercise coming up with some type of plan starting to work out finding a trainer how important is having the support from like the people around you like friends family partners like do you do you think that it's something that people should go on a mission like by themselves or having gone through this journey do you feel differently about that? Do you think like it's important for people to sometimes it's 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 helpful to just kind of go solo, you know, with that. So what do you like? How do you feel about that? Like with like you work out alone, right? Mm-hmm. But you train other people. Mm-hmm. How important is it to someone who's looking to get into this um, and, and better their life, like physically and mentally? For me, it was. I did it without, I mean, the only person I really told was Carlos that I was interested in doing doing this. this. Did I know what I was going to get myself into? No. Gotcha. Um, It made me realize like, it kind of tests your relationship with people in the sense of like seeing who, who really is there for you, who's really there, who's your support system. And I think it's very important to cherish those relationships with those, with those individuals mm-hmm. because it's it's there's going to always be more people who don't support you because you're interrupting their life right by right, not right. by doing something different yeah, yeah and how dare she yeah how like in she? those sense the versus someone who like okay i love you and i love that you're doing this for yourself mm-hmm. like i'm gonna support you in this and i think yeah. it's really important to hold on to those people who like who support you in those moments. Yeah. Um, that whole experience of competing showed me like, and it just made me appreciate, you know, the ones who supported me so much because it was a very hard time. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight weeks, that's crazy. It was eight, I did eight weeks and 16 weeks. Do you remember, oh, you did two? I did two. Oh, so do you remember from when you, from that day when you met your coach, you were like, oh, I'll do it, to 
competition day uh like how much like where how much weight did you lose i lost 25 pounds wow yeah i lost 25 pounds and it's not like you were like a big person like right like um the day of my competition both times i was the first time i was 112 from a day of my competition the second time i was 118 but it was just muscle you yeah. can't hear me, but my jaw is on the floor. <laughs> that's like my thigh. <laughs> and, wow, but like it was crazy. literally both times. It was blood, sweat, and tears. Like, oh my goodness. Like very literally. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> very literal. I bet. Like I know in uh I told you I'm a like big UFC nut. Mm-hmm. And one fifteen I think is the lowest class. Mm-hmm. It's and it's only in females. I think it's it's called like straw weight or something. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but like, again, like there is so many, like, I don't know, like it, it taught me so much about myself, those around me. And that's why it goes back to like time is literally a currency. And that's it's such a precious thing where like you when I wasn't competing, I wanted to make sure I spent time with those who supported me because they went out their way to, you know, just to be there for me when I had zero time for them. (laughs) So it it just, it was a lot. It was, it was, it, it taught me so much that I still carry today with me. It taught me the art of discipline. It taught me the, the, the results of being consistent with something. Yeah. It literally taught me like the whole mindset of quitting is never an option. Yeah. <laughs> Once you start something yeah. and you have to honor your word and finish it. I carried that my mindset with everything. Like within, you know, like say there's been times where I'm like, I don't want to drink and I, I want to drink when was it? It was the beginning of the year. I told myself I didn't want to drink for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that mindset helped me to not drink that month. And once I hit that mar- month, I was like, I can go another month without mm-hmm. it. And that whole, that, that my, it just the, having that mindset helped me. Well, now you like literally easier. know that you know what you're capable of. Right. You know, you, you put your mind to something and your body through something mm-hmm. even greater and you, you accomplished it. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was so hard, but I think for me, I loved it. And like when I was the day of competition, oh my goodness. Like it was so, it was such a magical day on both, on both comp, like competitions. But my first one, I would never forget that. I remember like just being in line. We were re- getting ready to get on stage. We were all so nervous. We are all sharing our experiences. We all went through the same road, yeah, right. but our road looked different. Yeah. But we went through the same, you know, we were going, we were going to the same destination. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just like talking about our whole journey, just getting here on stage. And I remember I was talking to this one woman. I was like, oh my goodness, your hair is so beautiful. She had dreads. And it's just like, it, it just, I was just so mesmerized by her. She just yeah. was just so beautiful. Yeah. And because you're super glammed up that day. <laughs> super glammed up and at your peak right. like, confidence. Right. Like, ha- like... After everything you've gone through, 
you're maxed out right. on confidence, right? It's like how my coach said, like the day of your um, of your competition is like, it's fun because all the hard work is done. Now it's just to have fun. And that's what it was. It was fun. Um, and I remember just talking to her and one of the hosts was like, hey, like, can we do uh, a special announcement for you? And she was like, sure. And I was like, in my head, a special announcement. Like, again, being new to everything, I was like, just thinking like, why? Like, what's a special announcement? And I remember just, she went, again, she was in front of me. So we were in the backstage. She walked away, like she walked up into, into the stage in front of everyone. And I was the first person like in backstage because she was in front of me. And they were like, oh, miss such and such. She is competing today and she's 70 years old. Wow. My mouth dropped because I was just like. You knew how hard it is, <laughs> how hard was <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No, she's not. Like. She doesn't even look like she's 50. Oh, shit. Like, she looked phenomenal. Like, I'm telling you, this lady mesmerized me. I was just like, wow, like, you're so beautiful. Your hair is so beautiful. Just, like, everything about you is so beautiful. And um, I was just like, so blown away. And me, that day, like, inspired me to a whole new level just like wow like you did everything to get here <laughs> and she was just saying how it was just like a bucket list thing she did so much for all her life for other people that this was the one thing she wanted to do for herself come full circle so i was like wow like hell yeah like let's go again let's do this again yeah. <laughs> but when i finished competing i think that was the hardest part for me was again mentally for me i think that like because i was like competing and you know be getting in the best shape of my life to gaining the weight back and i remember that's when i was like to my coach i was like hey like you know just like you know cutting ties with him in the sense of like you know trying to i've had other goals i wanted to focus on mm -hmm. and at the time, like I had to, in order to do those goals, I had to, you know, prioritize my, you know, my financial needs. So I ended up, you know, stopped, you know, stopped things with him and I did things on my own. But then again, it was me going back to, oh, let's go out to eat. Oh, let's do these things that I missed out for so long because it was two years of my life of competing. And I think that that part was really hard for me. And that was was rebuilding everything, as in the sense of my relationship with working out, my relationship with food. I mean, I would look at an apple and think, oh, my goodness, this has like, what, 26 Sugar. grams of like carbs and all yeah, this yeah. versus what the benefits of eating that apple. Yeah, It was a huge like mind shift for me to to do. I, it, it hit me mentally really hard. I think that it was mentally more hard Harder to do that than, than doing mm. the actual competition. I felt like a balloon that was floating that was waiting for it to get like caught by something. <laughs> I felt like no sense of direction of like, of like my balance was completely off. It was just that mental part of it was, I felt so disconnected from like my, my body of 
you know, my body went from my best shape of my life to what is now? Like, what is this? It was, it was a lot to go like to get over that. And I felt like it took me a few years to, to do it. Yeah, to like accept. <laughs> right. To accept me who I am. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that was, a. it brought me back to like me being like one of the roots causes of me feeling like depressed of like not feeling like good enough or mm-hmm. like not feeling like you know what is my best self yeah or just i don't know it just made me that negative things like those negative feelings come back again yeah and, i think we we all go like we all have these like ebbs and flows right right like, you had you had some time during high school and beyond mm-hmm. that where it was like you know getting close to rock bottom and then you found mm-hmm. what was going to pull you out of that and then you went to like your mountaintop when you competed and then afterwards right you hit uh you hit a bump in the road and then had to kind of figure out whether how long it took a couple of years you're saying like you know you you found a way to to get out of that funk and then find your find your next thing that's going to pull you out of that it's always cool knowing that someone else uh has gone through um these ebbs and flows right and now you're helping other people do that right and i think that's like the coolest thing is that and that would you say that that helped you kind of like uh you know currently like you're you're it's keeping you motivated it's keeping you like what's better than helping other people reach where you're at right no definitely like going through all of that i feel like going through all of that that i went through after my competition i i had to remember my why of why i started like the thing why i started doing it like competing and what i got out of it in that mindset getting in tune of that mindset of like pushing forward always <laughs> i don't know like it was just it was as hard as it was but again it was harder than doing the actual competition itself um but i feel like because i kept telling myself i have to push forward like no one can do it for me but me yeah. um and learning that road like to where i'm at now like I get so happy to help others <laughs> to the sense of like, I could feel you on like a thousand and how you're feeling, but the road doesn't stop there. The road yeah. keeps going and just, you just have to build that, like find that bridge to that other side. And I feel like I, me personally, I found that bridge like in these last like three years. And it's crazy because, like, I mean, I am someone who does, who's always had some level of depression or in anxiety. But me manage, me learning how to cope with it and win- winning the little battles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being aware, right? Being aware of like, shit, I'm having a bad day. Right. Like, something's off. Right. I need. I I might. I might need to. You know go into my cave or something, right? right? Like you, you, you identify the ebbs and flows. Yeah. Like I said, like it's, it's so key. And especially these, like it's, it's no coincidence that you say three years, right? Because these, these three years have been 
crazy probably craziest three years right. of our lives <laughs> seriously like i think that um as in my adulthood in these three like the first year of these three years i it hit me really bad again you know because the gym was always a safe haven for me so like not being you know the pandemic happened and not being able to go like it it don't get me started. Don't get me started. I'm going to pour myself another glass and try not to get so upset. But um, it, I think that hit me the, the hardest. Like I was, it was, it was a pretty, it was a low time in my life. Just like many, right? It never ends. No. There will be more yeah. bad stuff. You know? There but will then, be more yeah. bumps and. So, like, I knew I wanted to do something with this. But then I knew, so I knew I wanted to start my business. I knew I wanted to help people. Then I was like, I need to help myself (laughs) get out of this. Once I started doing little things to, like, help myself, I saw the importance of, like, I don't know, like, the importance of starting up again. And I was like, okay, there's so many certifications out there. Like, which one can I get that can help me better understand how to help people? I, you know, I could easily have gotten my personal training certification, my nutrition coach certification, but I was like, that is, I needed a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I found health coach, um, which is basically walking with someone creating that way that 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 road versus just telling someone move this way eat hey this. i'm gonna be with you for right 45 minutes i need you to do a b and c right. and that's it right and it's more it tackles more of like you know walking the road making sure you stay on the road because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of you yeah. know ways to get there's so many ways there's so many easy ways to get out of that road yeah yeah <laughs> So for me, it was more important for that, for me personally, as to help others yeah. was to. You got a deep dive. You had like, right. you really, I used, so I used to, I worked at Valley Total Fitness. I worked at three gyms. It was Pentagon, which was the best. Um, Bellcrest, which was in Hyattsville and Falls Church. I did, I worked at the like retail, like the, the nutrition smoothie stuff and then sales and then sales manager um i was i specialized in selling personal training Mm -hmm. and one thing that i always took from 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 that environment was that there's no deep dive Mm -hmm. it's look you're you're paying for these Mm -hmm. just sessions okay you're just gonna come here you're gonna be with me for about an hour right and we're gonna stretch and i'm gonna like show you some stuff and form and stuff and then you're gone Right. Maybe like a 10% like talk to you about what you should eat that day or something, you know, uh, but I remember feeling like bad about selling and, and putting these packages together for people because it wasn't a deep dive. Like I knew like you, you, you can't, I mean, it, it, we will help. It's better than nothing. Right. But it is not a deep dive and you have to really get to know a person mm-hmm. at least a little bit. Like what is, what's your why? What's right. your why? Mm-hmm. And then I can help you with how. Exactly. And with you having been through that, I mean, it's, I can't, I can't say enough. I remember after, you know, after, after once I remember like telling Barry, I was like, yo, like, 
if people needed help, they need they 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 should seek her because no, thank you because you know you know what to do and and you know about form which is super super important and you make sure it's fun and yeah i mean if i won the lottery i would just hire you as my personal <laughs> health coach thank you <laughs> Um, I don't know. For me, it was really important to do that because as I was getting my certification, like it helped me get out of like, I would say my deepest depression of my adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> it helped me a lot. It helped me reconnect my relationship with food and with movement. It wasn't just movement for aesthetics. No, like it may shifted my whole mindset. It shifted my whole mindset of both things eat to it like I wasn't looking at it like I need to eat a certain way to lose weight I or like I need to move this way to lose weight that's dangerous I yes feel like. yes yeah. very much I think mo so many people do that right it's, oh my god I get on the scale every morning right. and mm -hmm. uh right. I, don't, I, I stop I stopped doing the scale thing I have always had a goal mm -hmm. like since all right so I was in the sixth grade I don't know my bones are made of like titanium or something i was in the sixth grade i was 220 mm -hmm. do you understand yeah. how bad that is and i didn't i mean i i was a i was a chubby kid but i didn't i wasn't like massive you right. know i and i always was active i was always playing but i don't know and at my worst worst points in my life absolute lowest rock bottom depression slash just don't know what's going to happen every day. I was 245. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know. I didn't know that it was so bad. I didn't know that I looked the way I look. I didn't know. I did just, I just was. And I had worked at gyms. I was, you know, I knew, I knew, I knew how to stay in shape. Uh, but life had just kind of grabbed me and taken me. And I was just not in control. And then I got on it and it was, it was, it was hard. Like imagine being 245 pounds, you know, and at completely out of shape. I just didn't know how to start without it being like painful and where you go out and then you're like sore for a week. And then how demoralizing is that, you know, and, but you just do it. You, you, you find, you know, if you need help, you find help and, and you do it and you set small goals um and eventually i found running like i found and i, I never used to run mike who's my freaking best friend for life right um lived across the street from me since i was a little kid uh once we became teenagers we you know we used to play basketball we used to play everything on that street everything you can think of like we played wall ball on his wall <laughs> I love that. he had a wall in front of his house we played wall ball i used to beam it at his head he used to beam it at mine uh we played kickball street hockey everything you could think of when we became teenagers we would run he he liked to run and i could not run i could not run and i and so for like forever after that up until recent i just always told myself oh i'm not running i can't run but guess what i can play basketball i can play football i can play soccer uh, but i i couldn't run until I don't know, maybe it was like four, five years ago. I just 
I went out and did it one time and it sucked, but then I did it another time and it still sucked. Mm -hmm. and then another time. And then, and then I hit a runner's high, like mm -hmm. where the sun, I told you about it the other day, like the sun is beaming in my face <laughs> and I'm pouring sweat and it's like, it's like the best high. Yeah. And then it's just like, I have to do this as many times yeah. as I can, got a routine and then before I knew it, like I had shed a bunch of weight, but then I still just slowly started realizing it's not about the weight. It's mm -hmm. about how I feel. It's about mm -hmm. how it's like you said, the relationship with my body mm -hmm. and the food that I'm eating and drinking, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, but I know there's a ways to go, right. but I've always had this number. I've always had, I've always had 195 mm -hmm. because when I played football in high school, I was doing two a days, you know, I was doing two a days and I took it so serious. Like I was practice and the weight room, everything was like, it was, it was something I took very serious. And I got to the best weight that I had been since I was like, I don't know, a freaking 10 year old kid or whatever it was. Yeah. One ninety five, And so I'm chasing that. I'm chasing that. And I'm going to get it. I don't, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm still dealing with the ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still dealing with the, the things that life throws at you. So, uh, but it's, it's a constant battle, but it's one I look forward to. Yeah, I do. definitely. I do. Oh, it's, it's one I look forward going to. Through. Yeah. And so it's been two days mm -hmm. since I met with you at the gym. Mm -hmm. And like these two days have been very good. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. feel rejuvenated rejuvenated and like you know not not too long ago i was i was running i would go yeah. out and do my run um but i i just started running for the first time i think in march i went out for my first run since i had covid mm -hmm. and i could definitely feel it and the thing was like i explained to you there was a couple of days when i was sick where like i was i really had trouble breathing it was like whoa like my lungs felt like there was like sticky shit right. in there and i, I can imagine. and uh so Anytime I started doing anything active, like going out even for a walk, it was pretty like we went to West Virginia, right? We went mm -hmm. to Seneca Rocks. I could feel it. I could I could feel like, okay, if I push it, I'm, I'm you know, you got to listen to your body. So right. you, if I push it, I feel like my lungs, mm -hmm. like I feel like my breathing, something is up. Mm -hmm. something's, something's preventing me from breathing and it's not walking up this hill. Right. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not normal. So like I, I know my body. I should right. I can do this. I you know, I, I'm a runner, I run. And I started looking up some stuff and, and, and reading other people's like testimony and it was there are some long medium to long term effects. If you're feeling like that may be you, wait about four to six months before you really start to have any like strenuous mm -hmm. exercise. You need your you need to let your body like heal, whatever's going on. Um and so I did. I, I did nothing. And like how you described where doing nothing sucks, you know? So I was excited. I was excited for them to wait and wait. And like, and then it got cold as hell, right? It's like so cold. <laughs> right. And I was like, ah, like, I just, I need the sun. I just need the sun I know. to come out. And then the sun came in March, the fake spring or whatever it was. And, but I, I, I took the first opportunity and, and I, I ran, I didn't do my regular time, but I was like, I wasn't that, that far off. But I remember the first like 10 minutes feeling, whoa, mm -hmm. my chest does not yeah. feel the best. But I was like, you know, just taking it easy. And then I went again and again and again. And then I got back to my normal time and feeling 
feeling totally fine. And then I got busy. And I got busy. Life happens. But yeah, life happens. Mm-hmm. But then uh, a couple of days ago, meeting up with you uh, and your crazy leg day, yeah, <laughs> that uh, that made me, that I think it gave me a boost. Yeah. It gave me a boost. And I was I like, yeah, I've been telling myself, like, all right. Um, and this weekend's supposed to be like hot as fuck here. So I. I love that. I love. I, love. <laughs> I know. Yeah, as I you know, you. <laughs> as you know, I was married in a hundred and seventy-five degree <laughs> heat, right underneath the sun. Uh, so I know. I I do. I love as hot as it can be, <laughs> with the sun in my face. I want to run in it. That's what I like. So yeah. uh, I'm hoping that this soreness in my legs goes away, <laughs> so I could run this weekend. I could run this weekend. But um, and you got to come with me. Yes, you gotta, I will. I you will. gotta come with me sometime. We gotta set that up. Yes, but I'm really happy for you. I'm happy that you're listening to your body and you're honoring it too, because it's so important to do so. Like even in the most minimal way. Say one thing I always tell my clients during our sessions. Like they'll be like, "Oh, like I need to, like say we're in our session and we're doing our sets." They'll give themselves like 10 seconds before they jump into the other one. I'm like, no, no, no. You need to honor your rest. Mm. <laughs> you need to honor your rest as much as you honor, honor your actual, like, you know. When you're whole, pushing. Yeah, yeah when yeah, you're yeah. pushing it. Like, it's you have to honor your body. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. So it's just like. Honoring our body with some rum barrel aged Merlot. <laughs> hey. One thing I've learned and one thing that has helped me so much with my relationship with like food, let's say, is that, again, I used to look at food as numbers. I used to look at food as in like, I need to eat this kind of food or eat this way to lose weight. And then recently in these past three years, again, when I hit, you know, the deepest of my adulthood depression, I Mm. guess you can say, um, what makes me happy um and it's not you know in a grand scale because again it's not the big picture is the detail within the picture right so for me it was like what makes me happy in the minimal way food makes me happy food makes everyone happy right but at least it should make you happy you should have a good relationship with food food is medicine <laughs> food is experience food is culture <laughs> yeah 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 food is love and that me telling myself that is you know like you shouldn't beat yourself up when you when you go out to experience things like going out to eat yeah like you shouldn't go out to eat and feel like oh i can only order a salad because i have to lose weight uh. no like you should go I mean, out. a lot of people do that too. a lot of people i used to do that i used to be the one who would want to just order a salad i'll just i'll just have a just... carrot <laughs> and some water with with lemon please with lemon. but no like order that bread order that pizza order that good wine order those things that you know that you're gonna you know experience and again like building that relationship with food yeah. Especially like in a in a in a long term lifestyle yeah. view, I think that you're you're spot on. If you are entering a competition exactly. That's or you've different. got this mm-hmm. like weight 
class, you've got to cut some weight for some type of sport or something. And I think it's different, but I right. think for the, for the majority, I think you're spot on. I, I, and, and it's a battle, but it's, it's, it's an important it one. It's an important it's a, one. And you, you, you do need to have a good relationship with, mm -hmm. with that. It's a mindset. It's a, a shift in your mindset that it's hard to get there. It was hard for me to get there again. If, like you said, like, if it's not, if you're not prepping for a, a competition or like some type of like triathlon or marathon or whatever, if you're not training for anything, you should not restrict yourself to things. Yeah. Like you, it's very important to create a good relationship with food. With that being said too, like, am I saying you should go out to eat every day or, yeah. you know, order, you know, Pan con café, todo <laughs> all that? no, <laughs> I also think that, you know, you should always have a well-balanced meal throughout, you know, yeah. that should always going out to eat or like drinking or like, Doing things out of pleasure should never outweigh your healthy habits. There should be a good balance. I love to think about like it to be like between like a 75 to 80% of like, you know, having healthy meals. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's you're honoring your body, feeding your body for what it needs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, supporting your gut health. Supporting your gut health is... And you can feel it too. Oh, I mean, yeah. You can feel when like, if you like at the end of a weekend yeah. where you've been kind of going out and mm -hmm. ordering in or something, you're just like, what right. the fuck? I'm going into the week with like, I'm all bloated right. or whatever. Like, and the thing is, is like, you know, the 25% of it or so, like that is like a good, like that's, that's living life. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing you should do. But again, like, like say like drinking should never outdo or like eating out should never outdo like your healthy habits. Yeah. Um, getting to those healthy habits is those baby steps, adding yeah. more greens to your, to your plate, never like completely adding completely greens. No, adding a little bit, like adding, I don't know, like, like peas to your, to your pasta or like mm. broccoli to your, you know, just an example. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pasta is so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean like you know you should get that pasta but add a little bit of greens to it right, right. or that's you know just spinach like kale something you know yeah. just to get those because again there's so many like nutritional things to it there's yeah. so many vitamins and stuff that we're naturally deficient in yeah um i like to say our <laughs> our three brains are is like your brain brain um our heart and our stomach those are the three things that we should all, they, they feed each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something that you should always honor. Your muscle is a brain at the end of the day. <laughs> what feeds and exercises it is a lot of it is food. Um, when your gut health is good, you feel good, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when you feel your mental health is opt like uh, maybe optimal or getting there. It's things that you should always prioritize, you know, just, Again, like for me, I, I just made me think this way on the, when I asked myself, what makes me happy? Reminding myself of what makes me happy. Figuring out like, how can I carry this to live a happy life? Again, I don't want to be sad all the time. I don't want to be feeling like I have this like gray cloud over me all the time. And again, like it, it I can't, you know, not stop it from happening because life happens. But again, oh, you know, having it in the sense of like, 
having these things, prioritizing these things can make it easier in that sense. So I think it's just, you know, again, just bring, and it brings it back to, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Billy, come here. <laughs> I'm sorry, he was literally, this is his happiness. <laughs> it's just building those relationships. And I think that is what helps it make it into a lifestyle. You know, I've had people say, oh, you know, if I eat this way, I'll lose weight. If I eat that way, I'll lose weight. And I'm just like, and I always say, like, you can try whatever method of, like, eating this way or that way. All of these methods will work. Mm-hmm. But if you're going like vegetarian, vegan, yes. pescatarian, all of that, keto, meat, all that, keto, everything, yeah. everything, everything you will try will always work. But as long as you're consistent with yeah. it, Obviously, is it sustainable? And, Are you happy? Right. Do you enjoy it? Right. Like, like if I, I, I tried the vegetarian thing. Me mm-hmm. and Barry did veggie, vegetarian for six months, um, which is probably not a long time, but we had great results, mm-hmm. great results felt good but we we just we we realized like hey with this isn't as enjoyable as not doing this you know right and so it was like all right we'll we'll incorporate meat again slowly and you know try and have a balance you know just try right. to have, yeah. try to have balance i find myself now eating more meat than ever mm-hmm. i i i have found that I used to try and stay away from meat because I was always told that it was so bad. Um, and that, that was it. Like no one ever explained to me <laughs> like this and physiology or whatever that, right. What happens when you eat meat? No, there's just like, this is bad. It's right. bad for cholesterol and all that stuff. And it was like, and knowing that I'm like, I am, infl- I, I inflate like a balloon. Like if I let go a little bit, so I try to stay away from meat, but now I find myself like, yo, fuck that. Like I, I enjoy meat more than fucking any other food. Like I, um, I don't like seafood. Like it's okay, but I'm not crazy about seafood. Don't like chicken. So I just became, I just went like all in with, with beef, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, you've probably seen my stories. Mm-hmm. I'm grilling beef as much as I can. Right, yeah. And uh, I feel great. I feel yeah. strong. I feel I'm on my toes, you know, mm-hmm. I feel good. So um, I, I still don't know kind of what happens, you know, but I feel like my gut health is okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, beside that, though, I definitely try to keep low carbs, mm-hmm. more greens, fruit, you know, um, love vegetables. So I I ha- I have I feel like I have a good relationship with yeah. with food. I I don't think that's ever been too much of a problem mm-hmm. because I, I mean I I've always been the type that's like man you know, yeah that foot long steak and cheese is gonna feel great going down, <laughs> but afterwards you want to go to sleep for like right. a day and a half. Mm-hmm. But not everybody has you know not everyone right. has that awareness. Right. You know, that awareness. It's paying attention to your body, listening to your like I said, your gut health your heart, your brain, all those things. Like, I feel like those are the things that will, those are the things that you need to pay attention to. It's funny that you say you've been eating more meat. I've actually cut meat Mm. or try to minimize it uh, to a certain extent because I kept feeling like my gut health wasn't, like I just felt like my gut health was off every time I ate it. Or I just, 
I just felt like my, my body just fell off. So I've been, since I stopped eating it, I've felt better, like health-wise. I've been replacing it more with like plant-based stuff. Um, I found things that I like and things I don't like yeah. in a plant-based like route. And again, it's just, I, it's something that I honor and support. Like I pay, paying attention to my gut health and, yeah. you know, educating myself on things that will support it. Like taking, you know, vitamins, pro, you know, probiotics and stuff like right, that, right. adding more greens, upping my fiber intake and everything along those lines. Yeah. Again, to support my gut health. And, um, but like, I, I, that's some things that I feel like people should pay more attention to versus, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight because I feel like the whole mindset of I need to lose weight, it's like, is tied with that instant gratification where I need to lose weight now type yeah. of thing. I've when, got a wedding in three months. I, right. I got to fit into this dress. So I'm not the biggest person in the group or something like that. And the thing is, it's like, once you meet that goal, what happens next? How, how often, like, right, like, this happened to me a bunch of times. How often do you, like, go on a spurt of working out and dieting, and you're like, boom, 12 pounds gone, mm -hmm. a couple weights, you know, a, a couple of jean sizes down, whatever, and then you go right back up, right back up. Mm -hmm. how, like, people that do the, the keto diet, I know a lot of people do the keto diet and, like, get immediate results, and then, boom, it's yeah. not sustainable. no. The lifestyle change thing, like the long-term view is important. I was talking to I was with Mike, again, the only person I ever talked to. I was talking to Mike uh, yesterday um, about this, about like if you're unhealthy for 30 years, right? And you try to make a lifestyle change. Like it is almost impossible to expect that you make a lifestyle change and then in six months, you're suddenly gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. you, you're countering like, your own body your whole life you're countering that muscle memory right you're you're going against a brick wall almost right so it's taking those steps to make it a lifestyle change right, right? To, to to not sure margo if someone goes to you and said hey i have a something i have a i'm getting married mm -hmm. i'm getting married next year I need, I, I absolutely have to look better than I'm looking now. I have to fit into a size, whatever the sizes are. There are ways to get them there, right? But there should definitely be a focus, right, on on the, the long, long term. Yeah, most definitely. Because it's working out and adding more healthier habits to, to your plate. It's so powerful. <laughs> it's so powerful that it can, like outdo those 30 plus years that you didn't do stuff but it's the consistent part of it it's not gonna happen overnight yeah. it's not gonna happen in a week it's not gonna happen in a month there's athletes who switch you know do things within their training they don't see these results in a month no right like you know like there things don't happen overnight I think that a lot of it, it's more of a mental part where people need to like practice patience and focus on the consistency. After two weeks, that doesn't work. Let me switch up to something else. Yeah. 
like is that switch up oh that doesn't work out let me try something else consistently switching up to things that's when things don't work i think it's being patient and being consistent with things that's when you see results that's when things i mean things don't get easier but you get stronger with that right. with that and you could have a hiccup you could have you if you fail then reassess right, right. like what okay what what happened here right like, don't You'll, get like mad at yourself mm -hmm. and no like as long as you're trying right as long right. as you're putting in effort and you also have to always ask yourself and be being always honest like is this working out for me for me <laughs> is this where you know like i'm used to doing this yes this is part of my routine but is this working for me like being that whole sense of being honest with yourself and a lot of it is being uncomfortable it's it's hard being consistent at things it's hard creating that discipline yeah, it it's very hard there's a lot of more there's a lot of time there's the whole thing is uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. again to this day it's is it easy to get up at 4 30 in the morning no, <laughs> no. you know i went to sleep that night at like 1 30. I bet, yeah, because again, it's not, it's not part of your routine. Not at all. I'm a night person, and like it, it wasn't even good sleep because I was like looking forward to it. Right. And I was like, oh man, I'm good. I'm gonna do this. But I had to, I had to take, I had to get a first hand look at mm. at you and, and and how the intensity and you know the 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 one percenter thing. Like I, I swear, you know, you you are you're you're very few people are getting up at that that early with that tenacity that you have too, like that I, no one can tell no, i couldn't tell that it was for five <laughs> what, what time you get to five something i couldn't tell <laughs> it looked like you slept over there <laughs> so uh, i mean yeah i had to get a first-hand look and i i really i do appreciate though like the i think you gave me a kickstart i feel like man if i could do what she put me through i don't i haven't had a gym in years and i i I, I almost prefer not to. Mm -hmm. I, I like to go on my own pace and, right. you know, do my own stuff at home or just go run. I stepped in there, right? And I was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I had to push and I had to, There were, but there was no, I was not, I did, I, I like, I joked about like, no, I don't want to do that. But I, I was never not going to do anything right. you put me through. And my, you, you know, like when a giraffe is born <laughs> and they come out and their legs are like spaghetti. That is how I felt like halfway through, but I pushed and I was uncomfortable. And do you remember when I said, I said, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the water fountain. <laughs> I tried to like do a slight jog towards the water fountain and I had to stop because I thought I was going to fall like oh. face first because my legs were, were done, but it, it felt good. It feels good. And it's definitely given me a, a kickstart into like, there's another level that I can reach. I can, yes. I can do these things and, and, and why not? Why? Mm -hmm. I mean, all, all you have to do is make the time. And if you're making time for all these other things, why can't you make time to take care of your own damn self? Yeah. That's why like, you know, I, I turned 30. And since when I turned 30, I made a vow to myself that I will always take care of my mental health. Versus if it, even if it means saying no to the people who I love most. I, I mean, love saying no. <laughs> I know. It helps my mental health so much. But it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it really is. Like, we, we've been 
and it's just who we are. Like we, we love people. We love, you know, people in our lives hard <laughs> where we put them before us and we always want to give more, you know, we just, we just, we love hard. <laughs> we love people, the ones in our lives that we want the best for them. We want to give the best for them that we tend to forget about ourselves. I told myself, I'm going into, I'm 30 years old. I'm going, I am entering a new decade. I need to make a promise to myself that I need to remember about me. Yeah. I think that's why for the longest, I've always felt, you know, not enough, weak, or just not strong. <laughs> And that's why for me, I find that reminder within movement. That's why I love starting my day with movement because I'm setting those affirmations for myself early in the morning while the world is sleeping. <laughs> I'm starting and I can start my day like that, feeling strong and feeling like, okay, like I, I'm keeping my word to myself. That's why I like movement, like going to the gym in the morning time or just movement in general. And like, you know, adding, you know, just experiencing and oh no, I should say like having a better relationship with food is a non-negotiable for me. It's a must for my own mental health, for me to, you know, to know that I'm honoring my, my body, my mind, you know, just building forth on that, I know that that's going to grow seeds in my other relationships. Yeah. I know that because again, our relationships with our own self is the greatest relationship. And that's one thing. How can we help others, right? Right. If we're not taking care of it. And that's why like, for me, learning that and applying that to my everyday, like it's been fun and it's such an honor for me to do it with my clients because Everyone has their own journey to finding their stronger self, to finding their healthier self, or, you know, just doing something for themselves. Everyone has their own journey. Yeah. So, like, it's, <laughs> there's so much more uncomfortableness. There's so much vulnerability. There's so much, everyone is a beginner. <laughs> Who likes to be a beginner, right? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> So, you feel like you're start when you're starting something like that. You're you just you feel like you know it's going to be a long road. Right. You know there's going to be aches and pains, and and like it's important to have someone. Yeah. Like I, I asked you about the support thing earlier. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it's important to have somebody. Mm -hmm. Whether you you have to have a buddy to go to the gym with, whether they have you find a friend to go on walks, you know, or go on a hike, like whether you need to do like group classes or whether you need to do it like by yourself. I feel like, like you have to rely on someone. Someone has to know what you're going through a little bit so that right. you can kind of bounce off this, the stress that it takes and the, mm -hmm. the anxiety of the ebbs and flows. And, yeah. you know, you can talk to someone about, Man, like I, I, you know, like I, I tell Barry sometimes, like, man, I had a good thing going for a few weeks, and then I, we had this thing, and then we had this other thing, we had to go here, and I'm just like totally off my groove, and I have to start up. I, I'm like back to square one. Mm -hmm. I, I can't, and and then she'll 
she'll, you know, she'll give me some like positive reinforcement and be like, hey, but you know, we, we ate really well. We remember that that whole weekend, that whole week we ate really well. So you're just probably kind of missing some type of workout or something like we, we have this. And so I, I think it's important. I think it's important. And other than, you know, someone like that, like a pal or, you know, a, a partner, like uh, I, I can't think of anyone, you know, better than you really to, to kind of have that, have somebody who's experienced, who's tenacious and is doing it. You know, you're not, you're not just training other people, you're training yourself on a daily basis. I think it's great. I think it's great. I, th I thought it was a, a, just such a great idea to talk about this because it's, it's a hot topic right now, right? Like, like being healthy and, and in shape. I mean, we've just gone through <laughs> this crazy pandemic where people were dying and people right. were getting sick and people were not sure whether what, what was going to happen and what better way, right, to put yourself in the best possible situation than like improving your your lifestyle physically and mentally. And I think they go hand in hand, you know. So I, I hope I hope you continue to have tremendous success in this field. And uh, I will definitely be there supporting you as a friend and possibly as a client every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Thank you. I just, it's, it's a journey. It's a journey and every journey is not linear. It's up and down, up and down. But again, just like everything, the key to it is consistency. It, the consistency is what makes you stronger. And that is what will keep you going. Like I always say, consistency, no matter in what area you do, is the key. <laughs> it's, it's the key to keep you going. Again, things don't get easier. You, we just get stronger. <laughs> and to get there is the key is consistency. Well said. <laughs> Couldn't say it myself. <laughs> Cheers, Margo. Cheers. Margo Bonilla de Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you too, Dennis.